everyone? This is Corey. And this is Jeremy. And this is the Cultivate and Keep podcast, where we talk about what it means to be a man as a Christian. And thanks for tuning in today on this special episode. Wake up, Corey. You're <laughs> sleeping, dude. Dude. You sound quiet. I think you sound a little quiet, too. Hmm. I think we're both a little bit a little bit tired. A bit weathered. A bit weathered. Taking the punches. It's cold, dude. It's That's another cold. thing. We have these, like... What are these? Like these dull blankets. They're like survival blankets, yeah, dude. dude. Take them in your backpacks, man. They're they're crazy. Yeah, dude. Here in San Diego, sunny California, it's like sixty degrees. It's I'm about time. to. I guess it was like thirty four this morning, or like thirty two. Yeah, actually, I think it. Um, like I think it cold. snowed in Alpine. Actually, my cousins sent me a video. Really? Yeah. Man, yeah, which is pretty out, nuts. Out in the boonies, man. Yeah, and it's also a bummer because, um, you know, saying about Palm Springs, and how we're going there next week for our first uh, wedding anniversary. Well, I guess it's um like it's the longest uh cold streak in Palm Springs in like a hundred years. It hasn't gone above eighty degrees in like ninety days or something like that. Why is it a bummer? Because we we're going there it's like to go like lay in the sun and like go in the pool and it's freaking cold. Yeah, but normally it's like I've never been to Palm Springs by from what I understand it's like stupid hot. So it is stupid hot. I feel hot, like but you'd be right like now it's pumped. supposed to be good hot. Like warm, you oh, know, gotcha. like seventies like and eighties. Yeah, cool. yeah. Wait, what is it like sixties or is it just? Yeah, it's like sixties. It was supposed to rain. Now it's not raining. Oh, really? It's supposed to be like cloudy though. Hmm. So it's kind well, of maybe it will like not be that way. <laughs> maybe it just says maybe. rain and whatever, and then it's gonna be hot. Hopefully. So all yeah. right. Well. well, thanks for listening today into our ramblings. Um, quick shout out to our Patreon supporters. Yes. Shout out to Dan. Shout out to Caleb. Shout out to Ryan. We love yes. you guys. Thank you once again. If you'd like to become a supporter, you can go to cultivateandkeep.com slash support. Um, and that is it. You want to jump in? Well, I also want to share, because we uh, announced it, I think, the last two episodes, but in case people missed, um, we've had a few people reach out to us from, yep. where are they from? <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, <clears throat> I forget now. Like North Carolina, um, doesn't really that's matter, only one but that I remember. It's just cool that like people outside yeah. of our like circle of friends and outside of our community are uh, recognizing the podcast and finding it. So that's cool. It was encouraging to um, yeah to hear that's having somewhat of an impact. And definitely, yeah. yeah so. pl- like feel free to reach out anytime. Talk with us. Yeah. Chat with us. Tell us where you're from. Um, you know, kind of what you're going through, where you're at in life, and uh, it's always fun. Send us a middle name suggestion, and we will give you a, <laughs> a middle name a shout out. That's an inside classic joke. podcast Anchor. hack. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, enough jibber jabber. As my uh, Get good down friend to Corey it. says. <clears throat> so I have a story that I wanted to start this off with. So I was at my small group um, last night, and I lead a small group of high school boys and they're freshmen. So I think uh, most of them are like, what? what is that, 13 to 14? I think yeah, we like have 14. two kids that are actually eighth graders, so they're like 12. Mm. Like just where they're young. Um, and anywho. Uh, so we were playing this game last night that we've I've been doing for probably like nine or ten years now with small groups, and it's been a while since we were like probably so- freshmen or sophomores in high school. I've mm. been doing this game, and uh, it's dares. You've done the oh, dares, okay. and so I thought it might be dares. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> oh, no. it's like nothing special. I mean, it's whatever. So the game is basically you have a group of boys, right? And our group has like twelve kids in it, and what we do is. I give everyone a piece of paper, like a small little piece, and everyone has to write out a dare that someone has to do in the group. And it can be things like eat a spoonful of dog food or uh, go jump in the pool when it's wintertime or like, I don't know, go running down the street in your boxers or 
Whatever, like it's always random, silly stuff, right? Some of it's like eating random junk. Some of it is usually like, has to do with being gross. Yeah, it's normally gross like and absurd. with like borderline making you throw up, that kind of stuff. <laughs> and the fun stuff, yeah. yeah, the good stuff. And uh, so everyone writes a dare, and you put it in like a jar, and then we roll dice. And so you know, whoever rolls the highest number has to do has to draw out of the bucket and do That's the right. dare. And it's fun. Like picture, like you know, ten to fifteen guys like around a circle, like ah, scared. like yelling yeah. and scared and screaming because it's like intense and no one wants to have to be the one to you know drink the random conjunction of stuff in the fridge, whatever we do, right? Yeah. So no one wants it. And so well, it's scary too <coughs> because you you roll the dice and then you pick the dare. Exactly. Well, if you're the highest one, yeah. Right. So like you don't know what dare you're rolling for. You have no idea. It's, yeah, you just don't want to be well, the one who has to do it. And you add in like a group of, you know, 10 to 15 guys yelling and screaming. Everyone's like into it. It's fun. It's a cool environment. And um, yeah, so everyone rolls and at, at the end of the circle, whoever has the highest number is going to have to draw. Yeah. And oftentimes like you'll have like a tie. So like there was many times mm, last night. That's right. Last night we did uh, like a few times we did like the lowest number. And there was one time a kid had a three and he's like, shoot, like I, I for sure have to go. And then like the last person was his turn to roll and he also rolled a three. <laughs> and we were like, ah, everyone's like freaking out. And so then it was like, what, sudden death. And then, the, you know, they were rolling and then again, they got the same number. Oh and for gosh. a third time, and then finally like a kid lost. And so that was funny. Uh, we did one, it was kind of creative. Uh, we said, all right, this time we're going to roll and we're not going to decide whether it's the lowest or the highest number goes. We're just gonna, everyone's going to roll. And um, at the end of the round, we're going to vote as a group who has to go the <laughs> so lowest So basically, like, you get to vote who does That's it. what we said. So we're like, basically, you're deciding who you'd like the least. <laughs> it was yeah. a joke. But anyway, that was funny. That turned out to be like super complicated because like, I guess the two lowest tied and two highest tied. So it was stupid. Oh. It was like a stupid rule. Yeah. After we did it once, we're like, all right, forget this. Anyway, so that's the game. It's kind of the background. And last night we were playing this game, and like I said, we've been do- I've been doing this for like nine or ten years, right? And it's it's always been fun, and uh, the way we've always done it is that uh, you have to play. Like, there's no option. I mean, it's a group of guys, and if you come to group, like you're going to participate, and you have to play. And there yeah. is no like not doing a dare. If you draw, you have to do it. Yeah, uh, and especially like if you get it, then like there's no way that you're going out. Yeah, or you're getting punched in the arm. Yeah, so that's typically what we do. Like if you don't do it, there's always a consequence. So I yeah. think our group back in the day, we used to say like everyone had to like punch you in the arm, which was bad. And we had like 25 guys in our group. That was yeah. like big. Uh, our group now is smaller. I don't. I feel weird. Like so back then, I wasn't the leader. I was just like a student, and yeah. so uh, that was like Johnny <laughs> Yoa. Yeah. yeah, but now I feel like in the freshmen, I just feel bad. So. Yeah. I think our rule now is like if you don't do it, then we get to as a group like create a new dare for you. So it's like mm. more risky. Anyway, so uh, what happened was there was this kid. We'll say his name, but uh, he's he's a freshman and he's he's pretty sensitive and he's kind of always we've we've had some issues with him being sensitive and not like you know going along with things. And so yeah. we're playing a game and it, like I said, there's no option. Everyone's playing it. And, you know, some kids I have found are really into it and, like, have a lot of fun. And some kids are, like, you can tell they're, like, afraid or they don't want to do it and have a, they have a poor attitude. And this kid uh, definitely has m- more of a poor attitude. But what's interesting is with his attitude, he also will, like, talk a lot of smack. And so he's, like, really <laughs> into it and, like, you know, giving others a hard time. But he doesn't want to do dares himself. Yeah. And so that makes me, like, want him to do it all the more. I'm oh, like, oh, definitely. you're definitely doing it. Yeah. And so we're playing a game. 
and he uh, drew, drew the first dare, and he had to do it, and it was it was simple, but it was gross. Like he had to like dip his finger in like the toilet, whatever, and like brush his teeth with his with his finger Ew, for thirty seconds. Oh my God. Right, so it's gross, like stuff like that, just to give you an idea. Hope you guys that are listening don't like have have less respect for me, but th- that kind of stuff. <laughs> I, I didn't write the dare. I I'm the new favorite now. I let the kids do it anyway. So like that was the first dare he did, which again, like that's core. You put the game, you know, that's not like it's not the worst that's, you can that's get. That's disgusting, it's but it's like lightweight yeah. for sure. Um, and so everyone's laughing. It was funny. He like had a bad attitude about it, but he did it. And he was like laughing, having fun. And then of course, round two, he had to go again. again. Like he got picked <laughs> again and he instantly like his demeanor just dropped. And I had a feeling it wasn't, it was going downhill, but of course I pushed him through it and we were still doing it. And this time his dare was he had to eat a spoonful of dog food. And <laughs> so we all go around the counter. And again, like pictures, everyone like around t- the counter, like screaming and yelling. Everyone's having fun. Yeah. And this kid just like refusing to do it. And we give him like a tablespoon and like but after probably five minutes of us like going back and forth and debating like as a group with him, I took off like over half of like the, the portion. So it was like barely a teaspoon and he still like wouldn't do it. And everyone's like talking. So I look away and I'm talking with people again. Everyone's like having fun. It's lighthearted. And I look over and I see him like turn his back towards everyone. And I didn't know what he was doing. I thought he had his phone out. And before I know it, he like grabs his backpack and walks out. And I was like, and like no one really saw but me. And so I looked at the other leader. I'm like, hey, like keep what? playing. I'm gonna go like talk with him. Go outside, and uh, he's uh, he he's like crying. He's just sitting outside, just crying. And he's he's like, oh, I texted my mom. Like I told her to come pick me up. I'm going home. And he's like, again, he's like bawling as he's telling as he's telling me this. And I'm like, all right, bud. Like like tell me like what's like what are you thinking? Like what's going on? Like I knew what he was thinking. I just wanted to hear from him. Right. And he's he's just saying like I don't like this game. I don't want to play. Like. kind of like whining to me and so i was like very gentle with him i wasn't like rude or hard and i said all right but like you are definitely like more than welcome to leave like we're not i'm not gonna force you to stay if you have the right to leave i said but like i would much rather you uh like um like not play and stay like if the option is that you're not gonna if you are forced to play and if the option is you're gonna go home rather than play then I'm going to excuse from playing because I want you to be here. I want you yeah. to be a part of the group, especially when it gets to like the serious part of the night with the message and worship. And so uh, he ends up, you know, after like probably five minutes of talking, he ends up staying and he's like, okay, he's like, I'm going to text my mom and have her bring me mouthwash because from the toilet, whatever. <laughs> and, I, and, he, and he'd even eat the dog food. That's like from the toilet. And I was like, no, like, I'm like laughing. I'm like, no, like, bro, like, we have mouthwash here. And he's like, no, the other leader said we don't. I'm like, he was just giving you a hard time. Yes, we have it. And so, um, <laughs> telling a story and then like his mom so here's another thing his mom like like fed that his mom dropped what she was doing and like instantly was on the way over so then the mom's calling him like what's going on like freaking out and so she wants to talk to me so i talked to her and she was super cool like i kind of explained the whole thing to her and like explained it and said here you know here's what we're doing here's why we're doing it uh been doing it for years and blah 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 and whatever she was super cool okay no worries and she talked to her son and he decides to stay and um so we go inside and he he decides to stay and he's just not playing so that's kind of what happened got home last night i was telling that to connie like kind of what happened and in the i was telling her like kind of uh what went on and kind of my explanation to the parents she was like she starts laughing she was like i get everything that happened but she was like if i was like a mom like in this 24 year old like 
student leader is telling me this, I would immediately come pick up my son, right? I wouldn't trust you guys because it just sounds ridiculous. And uh, anyway, that's kind of what happened. And it's a funny story, kind of a good like leading point to what I want to talk about. But kind of what I want to talk about tonight is like the idea of like if we're given a choice, like if we're we have an option to do like what's hard or to have like an easy, smooth way out, like do what's hard. Like that's the that's going to be the better thing for you long term. Eat the dog food. Eat the dog food. It's again, it's a funny like uh, story and like funny way to parallel it. But I'm not saying you know. I'm not trying to justify this kid having to eat dog food rather than going home. I'm just saying like in life, like when you have hard stuff, like do what's hard. Like don't take the easy way out. And that's kind of what I told the kid and the mom. I was like, look, like this is fun. This is a game. Like we do this for a few reasons. We're doing this game. Like a, it's really fun, especially as a leader. Cause I don't have yeah. to play. It's really fun to watch <laughs> you to watch. kids like borderline make each other throw up because you guys are doing this nasty like stuff, whatever. Like that's fun for me. But I said, but on a more serious note, like I think it's good. I think it's good for you guys all to be together and to be doing like a rambunctious, like fun, like in a safe environment. This is good. It's good for you guys to be having fun while doing this. And I yeah. said also, I think the principle behind like having to be like a little uncomfortable and having to do stuff that just isn't like all that great, but like choosing to do with a good attitude, it's like good for you. And I think what you're going to find mm. as you do this stuff, like it's not as bad as you thought. And again, it's small, but I think you'll have a more of a mindset of being able to accomplish and do more than you thought you could. I have memories of when yeah. I was a group. I remember having to eat some nasty stuff. And I remember my heart was pounding like, dude, there's it's no way. Scary, I'm yeah, it's super yeah. scary. And I remember like doing it like, oh, it's not that bad. And it was right. like, and it was fun. And so like, again, it's a small scale. We'll talk about like more of the meat to this, but that's kind of like in a nutshell what we're going to talk about. Mm. And anyway, so I'm curious to your thoughts on that story. I think you know the kid too. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, not surprising. Kind of, yeah. And like, to be fair too, I mean, it's not like he's the only one that would do that. You know what I mean? Like there are so many people that would chicken out or would mm-hmm. never do something yeah. gross or uncomfortable or they just don't want to do that stuff. Um, but I think also like it, it really is such a good lesson because um, it's not like you're just doing hard stuff because like for no reason like you're doing hard stuff and because it's fun and like because you're with your friends because it's building fellowship because it's um you know you're with all of your friends and you're and you're doing this as a group you know it's building kind of like a camaraderie and and unity together um but i mean yeah i mean there's so many other like going back to just like the dare itself like it's super lightweight you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like thinking about the stuff that like we did and i'm pretty sure uh someone pierced their own ear or yeah. had their ear pierced <laughs> yeah. by like a, not even like a, a piercing Kyle tool. Moberg, I think it was, I th- pretty sure it was Kyle. I think it was his first night. It was his first night the there. Group. You're he right. It pierces ear. Yep. And he, did someone else do it for him or did he do it himself? I think I'm guessing Cody did it. I don't remember, but yeah, yeah. but it was with like a sewing needle. Yeah. That's what not we even did. like a piercing tool. He just like jabbed Sh- it through. Yeah. It just pushed it like it. worked too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he like didn't, and you did it. it, yeah. But that that was the difference. I think that's kind of what, why Dude, this stuck out to me because we just like <laughs> we just did it. Like yeah. it sucked, but like whatever. You, you're gonna do, you're gonna do it. And with these kids, it's not like that. They yeah. like they think the option is to not do it. Right. And like you literally have to do it. Like, there is no unless you call your mom and leave. But then yeah, I have to let you not do it. Yeah. But um, force your hand. Yeah, yeah. I think we had uh, one of our supporters, Ryan. He uh, <laughs> one of oh, his. Yeah. So we had a home that was overlooking a canyon, 
and it's like a super steep hill down there. No one knew like what was at the bottom. It was like a big forest. It was or a steep canyon. And uh, this would give you like, a, a good idea of like, how our group was. And so Ryan like <laughs> drew and he had to go and the dare was run all the way to the bottom of the canyon. There was like a river at the bottom, like a little creek. You had to run across the creek and then come all the way back up the hill. And uh, I'm not sure why, but Ryan did it. And then two kids just volunteered to go with them. And they all took off their shirts. Like it was like a fun thing. Yeah, yeah it was running down the hill. And like, it was like dark at night. Yeah, it was and, like, sketchy and like not fun. It was like a steep yeah. hill. And they were gone for like 15 minutes. It was like legit. Anyway, they did that. And then afterwards, I came up, whatever. And like the, the following day, Ryan ended up getting like crazy, crazy poison, poison <laughs> ivy. Like he had like boils on his body, like, like blisters. All over his body. It was like insane like not almost and like out of school for weeks yeah it was crazy like <laughs> but that's, those are the memories that we have with this game yeah uh but i, so I think funny. you bring up a good point too about how um not only is it just like doing hard stuff right like doing the things that you don't want to do but it's also learning to do it with a good attitude mm-hmm. and learning to like see the fun in it or the benefit of it and learning to kind of embrace it instead of like doing it with like a grudge yeah, I mean, kind of what I was, so this kid, it was kind of a good opportunity. This kid was, it turned from him being upset, crying, like, feeling like, um, like you know, like kind of an outsider, like feeling like embarrassed to, like, us having a good talk outside on the porch and then going back inside and having a fun rest of the night. Hmm. I was talking to him, and I was like, again, like, I explained to him, like, why we're doing it. I said, you know, it's fun, it's, you know, it's a good time, but I said, like, it's a good, like, picture of, like, your life that's coming. Like, you are going to have to do a lot of things you do not want to do. And I said, a lot of the stuff you're going to have, you're going to have a choice. A lot of the stuff that you, that comes your way, like, some of it you just, you have to do. There's no going around it, and it's going to be hard. But some stuff, like, you will have an option. And I said, like, I want you to be someone mm. that you always choose to do, like, the harder thing, especially when it's the right thing. Because most of the time, doing what's hard is probably, like, what's better for you, but you just don't want to. And I said, again, this is probably hard for you to understand and comprehend and, and, and get the parallel, but that's why we do it. Kind of get your mind like ready for that. And it was a good talk and a good opportunity, but that, again, that's kind of like the reasoning behind that game. Yeah, it's interesting to put that up too because um, you can do the hard thing or you could do, do the easy thing, but also like realistically, you can just do nothing. Mm. And that's nothing is the worst option, yeah. right? Because you're... Um, instead of doing like something and you know making progress or going forward or at least just kind of acting you're just defaulting to nothing or kind of just like copping out and you're missing out on everything and not just kind of some of it Um, but I mean even then like defaulting to the hardest thing and like the most difficult thing is like the most unnatural thing Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like we're always um, uh, I always think about it as like um you know how water always runs to like the lowest point, mm-hmm. like wherever it is. Um, and just how that's how we are. And we always like run down. We always default to like the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. We always go to the thing that's easiest, that's most comfortable, that's most known. And we usually like completely stray away from yeah. all the things that are hard. Well, I think back to your, what you were first saying about like, uh, like as a whole, like avoiding, you know, what's hard. I think like when you avoid, when you avoid what like hard situations, you, think as overall you you don't really end up where you want to be in life when you know when you hmm. avoid like uh you think about like with you know career choices or maybe it's schooling or maybe it's hard conversations with a spouse or a friend like whatever it is like when you avoid what's difficult what's not what we're not uh like you know prone to do then you you i think you don't get where you want to be like you have a vision and a hope for what you want to accomplish but you're not going to get there if you don't do what the things that are hard you know and um yeah. 
it's like an interesting like way it works but i think when you when you do like what's easy in life um like your life becomes hard and that sounds that mm, sounds right like you right. doing easy things will give you like a hard life and that's like a broad general statement that not always true but i think just you know in the grand scheme of things like doing what's like you're saying that the path of least resistance is, is not going to do much for you i mean that that's what's normal that's what everyone does and so if you do what's easy you're probably gonna have a harder life you're probably gonna have to deal with more junk and more you know baggage and all that and so i think just by and large doing what's hard is, is, is better and it's good yeah definitely and we, we had done an episode i think way earlier i think we called it something like easy choices hard life mm-hmm. hard life easy choices or easy choices hard life the, the first one was right i think yeah and um i think that's really true like like what most people want for their life is I want to like, you know, go travel the world. I want to have a nice house. I want to have lots of kids, um, nice car, great career, you know, retirement for me and for my kids. And, um, you want to accomplish great things. You know, I want to write a book or I want to start this ministry or, Mm. you know, you name it, start a business or a coffee shop, whatever it is. Um, but all those things that we want are on the other side of this, that hard, hump, yeah. this hard choice that we have to make, this hard thing that we have to do, um, the hard things that we have to do, time and again, day after day, that kind of just putting in the work and, and just grinding away at it. Yeah, like how you said, like day after day, like I think just that consistent, like maintaining like a spirit of expectation and maintaining just like a mindset of you're gonna keep going no matter what and doing like the same thing over and over again. I think that leads to kind of get over that hump to the other side to like get what we what we want to have that fulfillment. And I think, um, again, this principle just boils down to, like, that's often what it takes. Just being willing to do, like, the harder choice is going to get you where you want to be. Um, so, kind of it. I mean, I'm not sure if you have any more thoughts, but simple. But I think it's a good illustration and a good story because it brings up good things to think about. And it, it's a good talking point. Yeah. And I think, like, spiritually, too, hmm. if you think about, um, like, again, we kind of in life always default to the path of least, least resistance, but the path of least resistance in our hearts is to sin, mm. you know? And so like I'm glad you brought that up. every day to be a Christian is to choose the hard thing and to reject sin. And it's to, um, to do the hard thing, which is the opposite of it, which is to forgive someone or to love someone or to, um, to admit something or to confess something. And those are all very like, Christianity is kind of like the struggle, you know what I mean? Like it's every day waging war against yourself and choosing the harder thing rather than the easier thing. Okay. So what about, um, I like that, but what about with that, someone who is going through like a battle, like with, with sin, right. And they're, they're fat, they're, they're fighting it. Um, what, like, what about with someone that has the mindset of, you know what, like sin is sin. Like I'm just going to be transparent. I'm going to admit like, here's my sin, here's what I'm struggling with, but, you know, at, at least I'm honest. I think a lot of people hmm. have that approach to sin. Like, you know what, most pe- people think everyone has their sin, but most people are lying about how they're actually doing. And so I think some people will convince themselves that it's okay to sin if you're if you're just honest. Like, what, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Like, I, just like last week, I was talking with a buddy of mine, hmm. and he was like, yep, like I'm doing this, I'm doing that, like it is what it is. And he's like, but you know, like so is this person, but so is that person, but they're lying about it. And so that, that was yeah. literally their mindset, that it's okay because they're honest. And I've had that talk with like a lot of people recently. It's been coming up mm. and um, it's weird because I appreciate like that honesty and I think it's rare to have someone just be real. And so it's almost refreshing, but at the same time it's like, it's sad because like sin is sin. Yeah. Um, anyway. Well, I think about a couple of stories in the Bible. The one that like really sticks out to me is when um, 
this woman has been brought out into the streets to be stoned because she was found to be an adulteress and she's having, you know, an affair or, uh, you know, with a man who's, you know, possibly married, I think maybe. And so the people are all kind of around her ready to stone her. And Jesus says, you know, basically, Hey, if you have never, uh, you know, lusted after a woman, um, you know, cast the first stone, like, please go for it. And everyone ends up leaving. But then what he tells the woman is, okay, your sins have been forgiven. Now go sin no more, you know, go and sin no more essentially. And so I think that like, it's sort of, um, like you're halfway there. You mean, if you're ready to be honest and admit your sin, admit, like, if you know what you're doing is wrong, but you don't do anything, it still doesn't count for anything. Like it still doesn't matter. You have to, you're only halfway there. You need to go the full length and repent from the sin and change the way that you're acting in order for, um, in, or, in order for things to be, you know, quote, unquote, okay. Yeah, I like that. It's good. Um, all right. Well, I think I'm good, Corey, unless you have any other thoughts you want to touch on. That's good. Let's short wrap it up. Short and sweet. I like it. Well, Corey, take us home, bro. Take us home. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. You can uh, subscribe. You can um, leave us a five or six star, preferably. Six stars only. Oh, six stars only. Even more than right, sorry, less. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> six star only review. Um, on iTunes uh, specifically would be great. Um, tell your friends about it. Definitely reach out to us anytime on Facebook or Instagram. Email us at cultivateandkeep.com and we'll see you in the next one. Peace.